I choose you, and I choose us again and again. From this day, all of my tomorrows are in your hands without leaving mine. <laughs> I want to kiss you, but you're so uh, far away. And there's a microphone in the way. Let's dig through the mud together We're so glad you're here Join us here each week For Mudlark mm -hmm. But da 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 Welcome to Mudlark. I'm your host, Danny Boltz, and I started this podcast because I believe that our stories are what connect us, especially the darker, more challenging parts of them. The times in my life where I felt the most deeply connected and okay are within those moments of truth speaking and ruthless vulnerability with another person. Here we talk about topics surrounding inner child, addiction, friendship love, sex, creativity, connection, community. Really, this is the place where we talk about all the things, especially the things that are sometimes just simply hard to talk about. I'm not here to bring you big names, you guys. I'm here to bring you big topics. And now it's time for us to dig through the mud together. Let's go. Hey you guys, welcome to Mudlark. You are here listening to episode 8 where I'm bringing you probably one of the coziest conversations I've ever had in my life with my husband. We shared our anniversary tribute where we revisited our vows. We talked about the amazing things about being married to one another, kind of like the easy, more kind of seamless things. And then we talked about the challenges that have come up for us in step parenting on my end and just so many things we shared with you. And I'm just so excited to give you a deeper look into this relationship that means so much to me. And yeah, so before we get into the show, I do want to read the listener review of the week. It is so good. It's a five-star review from MT Banu, and the title is Powerful, Conversational, Connected. Five stars with unbridled curiosity and the empathy of a wise old soul, Danny pours herself into these conversations. She enthusiastically draws her listeners and her guests into positions of both strength and vulnerability with a full and genuine commitment to the power of sharing our stories. I can't wait to hear more and to find out where all she will take us. Holy crapola. <laughs> Thank you so much. I All I care about is stories. This has been such a centerline through my life and uh, the true center line to all of the work that I do. And I just, I appreciate you so much for seeing that, for sharing that. And your words were just so stunningly beautiful. So thank you so much for sharing. And let's go on and move on to the show. I'll meet you guys on the other side. And, uh, I came to 
the coast before Hi did last year before our wedding. I came with my good friend Scott and we were up there. We like took Charlie. You guys know, have heard me talk about Charlie, our massive dog. We took him out for a walk up near, up on Wallapa Bay and there was this beautiful, romantic, rustic deck overlooking the bay Mm-hmm. And you, I just saw these people like drinking beer out there, eating oysters. And it just like, it was my dream spot. And so I did a really good thing and I didn't go there without high. <laughs> and and I think that really was the highlight so far. Yeah. Was, was that, that lunch on the deck with oysters and it was clam chowder. So, so dreamy. So good. And tonight we'll be, we're staying in our Airstream, the Cozy Roller, which you've probably also heard me talk about quite a bit on the show. Um, we renovated this Airstream, I guess, finished. We've still been working on it this whole time. Uh, but yeah, we, we haven't had a chance to really stay in the Airstream though because we've been renting it out on Airbnb for the last three months or so and it's been booked pretty much solidly yeah. which is not anything to complain about. It's been a pretty successful rental. Yeah it yeah. has but it feels so good to be in it. We have our little wood stove hooked up. Um, I will share some photos in the show notes and links to the Cozy Roller. Right so and that's been our, our running joke about it getting so cold we need to have a fire <laughs> yeah i love that i know yeah because it's it's been so beautiful and then we're just like oh i think it's getting cold and then we'll like blow on our arm be like look goosebumps it's time because <laughs> yeah, it's actually been beautiful weather <laughs> and much warmer than last year it's been so nice um but the whole purpose of this conversation today was just to give you guys a little bit of a peek into this relationship that we have. We did already have a conversation back on episode four, I believe, which was mm-hmm. like our story. But um, our actual like wedding day, which we won't get into like the details of the wedding day. But just this last year from the wedding day has been just so transformational for us and yeah, it's been a very big year with a lot of changes and a lot of growth and yeah a lot of things happening yeah and so we just kind of wanted to give you um a better like bigger picture of who we are and we're going to give you we're going to read our vows which mm-hmm. we haven't read in a really long time so we're going to do like a little revisit of our vows and we're also going to kind of add to them in real time with you guys, things that we want to take into the next year of our marriage. Um, our anniversary is September 15th of 2018, and today is September tomorrow. 14th. Yeah, tomorrow's our actual anniversary, and we are on the Oregon coast, like we said, and there's a big reason for that. Um, we have had the Oregon coast has been just this really magical space for us since the very beginning of our relationship and even Mm -hmm. before our relationship when I was a little girl I would come visit my grandparents in Cannon Beach and fast forward I guess about 20 years I was in my rock bottom which you guys have definitely heard about Um, go back to episode three (laughs) to hear all about that rock bottom Um, but when I was introduced to, to be magnetic work, I 
this is a brand to be magnetic. And I went through a guided meditation, which was bringing me back to my most pure, authentic version of self. I was brought directly back to Cannon Beach. And in the early part of our relationship, we were long distance. So after a couple of months of being together, I had moved back to Oregon in the tiny Airstream, which we'll share a link to see what that looked like. It was adorable. We were li- so we had a long distance relationship for about six months. And every time Hi would come to visit me, we would head straight to Cannon Beach. It was just like mm-hmm. we were like magnets. Right. To it's it. Like, what are we going to do? And and you were always very quick with, we could go to the beach. We could go to the beach. I don't, I don't know. We could go to the beach. <laughs> Middle of winter. Let's go to the beach. Yeah. So we would go to the beach in yeah. the snow and we, we saw snowstorms on the beach. Yeah. Like, several times. Yeah. It was, I, I think it was, there. I think there are places in our lives that we'll forever be connected to. Sometimes we know the reason why, sometimes we don't. It's just a Mm -hmm. pull, and I think it's important to listen to those. And now the coast has a totally different meaning to me uh, since we started coming here together. Like, it just feels that much more important to me. Mm -hmm. And we chose to have our wedding in Cannon Beach. Right. We had a a campground wedding in Cannon Beach, and it was pissing rain almost the entire day, except for when I walked down the aisle. With the little breaks, yeah. Little sun breaks. Sunshine coming through. Yeah. And it was always at the perfect moment, too. It was like... Just when we needed time for it. Peop- yeah, time to walk down the aisle. And then it was like, oh, time to have s'mores, because we did s'mores instead of cake. Yeah, so I had to be able to have the campfires going and... Yeah. Let up for that. It was so cozy. Yeah. Um... One of the things I wanted to hear from you, and I think, I mean, I want to share this with the listeners, but what has been your experience in loving me? <laughs> hmm. Just start off with an easy question. Yeah. <laughs> what has it been? It's, I mean, we talk about it, but yeah, I, that's something I really want to share with mm-hmm. this community. Yeah. It has been a feeling of of family like we we've talked about with how just comfortable we've been um with one another Mm -hmm. since very early on and i think my experience loving you has been kind of all wrapped up in that feeling of family and comfort um so throughout um arguments or things that come up there's just this undercurrent of comfort and family and I've always been really really just assured in being right with you Mm. (laughs) even when I even when I'm wrong you know if we're arguing about something and I'm wrong I know I'm right with you and going through all of the things almost like safe to yeah. to go through that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I already feel a lump in my throat. <laughs> I love that. And I love that we've that's something we've both talked about since the beginning, that feeling of family and home mm-hmm. even before we knew we were ever going to be together, let alone married. Um we both felt at home instantly. Yeah, we did. Right away. 
in a soft way, not in a amped up, anxious kind of uh-uh. grippy, grippy way. No. Just settled. So settled and yeah, home, comfort. Yeah, absolutely. I, I remember when I was talking to Lauren. Uh, Lauren is my best friend. She she married us. She officiated our wedding. She, and we'll also share what she said. It was the most poetic, beautiful, perfect. She's a natural. She's a natural. She has a great, yeah, great and voice. She, and she knows us. And she was the first voice. one to find out about you. And mm-hmm. I remember when I was talking about you to her, I mean, she just knew instantly, too, that it was so different from anything that I had had in the past because I wasn't all, like, amped up and grippy. I wasn't like, oh, my God, I met this amazing man, and I I, I wonder what it's going to be. I had no questions, even though it was so big. Yeah, there, was, there wasn't that, um, how can I make this work out kind of energy. No. Or I, I hope this... I hope this is it or any of that. It was more, there were a lot of questions of how is this going to work and right. just how how does this all puzzle out, yeah. piece together. Right. Um, but almost with this like backdrop of certainty that it would. Like you, right. It was just like we just knew. It's just a matter of how we figure this out. Yeah. Not whether or not we would. Yeah. My experience with loving you I mean, of course, all the same stuff of feeling like family and feeling like home, but it has, like I talked about in episode three, just like with sharing my story, like you've been my roadmap back home in so many ways, like back home to myself, which it, it maybe that doesn't sound like as romantic as people like would think of mm-hmm. finding your person, but I feel like the most glorious and like beautiful part of meeting you and knowing you is like feeling like I've been able to find my way back to me mm-hmm. in a mm-hmm. more like true and full way. And then also just knowing I have you, this beautiful person to do it all with, do everything with. Like, I'm so excited to do all the hard things too mm-hmm. with you. And we've already had a lot of hard things come up for us since the beginning. We met during a hard thing. Right, yeah. And it's it's just proven time and time again to be like the thing, I want to do it all with you regardless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The hard and the, the amazing right. and... You know, our trip now, just like doing nothing for <laughs> days. <laughs> I want to do nothing with you. It's We do nothing together so well. We <laughs> we're so good at it. <laughs> we are. But yeah, it's just been such a gift to love you and to share. Just to share. Thank you. Yeah, to share everything with you. Um I also wanted to talk about like what are some of our and of course let me just say you guys this is a really selfish episode in a lot of ways because Hi and I spend I mean we spend most of our days even though we're doing nothing a lot talking about what we love about what we have and we (laughs) love recapping and we're such what is that like what is that about us it's like we observe observers of ourselves right I don't know yeah, we but, we do that a lot though, just recapping and um 
just expressing perspective and yeah. how we see things. Yeah. And how lucky we feel. And gratitude. Gratitude yeah. all the time. Um, what are some of your favorite sweet things that we do together? Or just like weird dumbass shit that right, maybe no one thing. else would find <laughs> sweet or cute. Right. Because, yeah, you always talk about those. You hear people, those little things that they would miss or do miss from from someone. Yeah. And it's the simple things. Those, yeah, it's the little things. Right. It's. Right. It's like our, I think we've talked about on here before, the way we welcome each other to the day. Mm-hmm. Just welcome to the day. <laughs> that kind of good morning ritual. Yeah. Tell them what it looks like for those who didn't hear it. Yeah. It's it's just the sweetest waking up and greeting one another. Like flopping like sometimes, over. Yeah. Like you'll wake up and you'll just reach over and tickle my shoulder really softly with your <laughs> with your nails and just kind of just gently gently touching and you get close and just say good morning hi mom <laughs> welcome to the day <laughs> not creepy at all <laughs> no and and if i sometimes if i get up first like you'll roll over and you'll wake up and you'll say are you going to come welcome me to the day <laughs> Before you'll get out of bed. I won't get out of bed until I'm welcome to the day. It's true. Those little things. Yeah. Are, yeah. Well, the like, uh, other... The, you have the another cute thing that you do that <sighs> I would miss a ton. And it's when when you're eating when you're eating your, um, a really tasty food, like when we had those oysters on the deck. Yeah. And you'll, <laughs> oh God. you'll be sitting there and you just start this gentle sway no back and forth you do no i do yeah. not yeah. oh yeah you dance for good food no i don't totally you do <laughs> i sway <laughs> yeah just gently just just a little <laughs> kind of like a mm, mm, mm. <laughs> yeah i'm so glad i've never seen a video of me eating food <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah it's the sweetest thing that is sweet that you see that yeah <laughs> even though i'm horrified <laughs> Yeah, or you shimmy when you're pulling your pants all the way up. <laughs> little shimmy. Yeah. Yeah. That's really sweet. Just like the little things, the weird <laughs> little things to go back to the welcoming to the day. Because um, when I was thinking about what we were going to talk about on this episode, I was thinking about the welcoming, uh, that, that welcoming thing that we do. Mm-hmm. And the other day... We like woke up, had sex in the morning, and then I remember we were just kind of like laying there, like you yeah. do after. And like I, you do, like you do, you just like lay there together. And um, I just started bawling. Remember, because yeah, I, I was thinking about how it was like morning, and we just did like the welcome to the day thing, and then we like welcomed each other to the day. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I hope you don't mind me saying that. Um, but I, I got so emotional because I was feeling that. I was like, if I didn't have this every day, I would be so sad. Yeah. I would like miss that. Right. I would miss that so much. Mm-hmm. I would really miss just our simple morning coffee. You know, it's usually one of us gets up first, makes coffee, and then the other like rolls out. But... It, we always have our coffee together. I don't yeah, remember a time. Just about always. 
I don't remember a time living. I think just the way that we're so thoughtful of one another. I mean, just in the simplest way, like making sure you, you have everything you need. Like I just, mm-hmm. I'm always thinking about you in that way. Yeah. You know, I want to make sure you're just as comfy as I am at all times. I'm like right. always considering you. Oh, I know. In that way. It, and I feel it the way the, the way you just clean up and present the mm-hmm. house, make, make a room a place mm-hmm. to walk into and feel really comforted. Yeah. Yeah. That's like my, I think that's one of my big love languages with you mm-hmm. is like, yeah, I just want to make the house feel so cozy. And like, I, I feel really off if like you're coming home and the house is just like a total wreck shit show. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> no, I want him to feel really cozy. And you do the same for me Yeah, too. I mean, it's Definitely. rare that like, well, Lately, I've been running around a lot more, and I feel like you've done more of that. But yeah, for the most part, I feel like we both do that so well. We do for each other. It's so so wonderful. Um, I think it'd be good to talk about some of the challenging things that we've mm-hmm. experienced in this last year. I mean, we can go beyond that. Like we can go from the beginning, but you know, I know a lot of my close circle. I mean, they know the truth, but like. I know people that see us that are in our circle, but maybe not super close might get the impression Mm -hmm. that we're just like the most perfect couple. Like we just compliment each other so well. And it's right. Yeah. When you asked for uh, input and like, what, what do people want to hear about? That was one of the things that came up is, yeah. Um, someone, people want to know like the real stuff, like the challenges, what are the challenges and how do you overcome them? Right. Yeah, what have been some of the hardest things for you? I mean, it's so together. I feel like our challenges are so connected because it's with both of us. But what comes to your mind Definitely. first? Well, I, I just feel, I think of um, the growth and the change that has happened in this year mm-hmm. of being married. And one of the big things for me has been um, letting go of that story of the life I was living in Montana um, and trying to be uh, the father that I had pictured the way I had envisioned it and and that was a real struggle coming to the end of that um, like I, I could no longer be that 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 part of the a story that I had created in my mind right and and you were there for that and so that has been a struggle for us because you were in there with me. Right. Um, Do you mean just, I mean, I know what you mean, but mm-hmm. just making it, elaborating a little bit more, like it has been tricky to... Sp- yeah, so we we are living in Oregon. Primarily. You know, primarily, and making trips back to Montana where I had been, um, had been parenting... I've been with the kids every other week. Yeah, one week on, one, one week, week on, off. Week, yeah. Mm-hmm. And and so making that change from that pattern that, that really wasn't serving them Anyone. or serving me um, because it was keeping, it was limiting my growth and, and how I could <clears throat> show up for them. Yeah. Um, because I want to, I want 
I wanted to take this chance to uh, to grow into myself and to grow into who I really am and who I can really show up in the world as. Right. And I wanted to to be able to do that for them, but I I couldn't do that while I was still participating in kind of this leftover half of the story of um, of previous marriage and how they came into existence and right. how I had kind of created that as my role. Identity. My identity yeah. around being their father. Yeah. So um, kind of coming to the end of that illusion right? that I couldn't maintain anymore and and stepping into um the reality of who I am and and what I really do have to offer yeah because together we have a lot to offer the the kids and the world at large I mean we just we do we have things that we can do together and expression and um the way everyone has right just being truly mm-hmm. who we are in the world. Yeah. And it's a it's not always easy. No, it's to been do that. hard. Um Yeah. So that that has been that has been something that you and I've had to work through. Right. A lot like um balancing mm-hmm. uh those two kind of sides. And I think it what's been really hard for us in that is like just like wanting the kids to like trying to explain it all to them in a way that makes sense, but also isn't like over explaining kind of like mm-hmm. finding how to, yeah, it's like, it's tricky to talk about. It's tricky to talk about because they're so little and they can't like sit here with us and right. yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it is just so tricky, but I guess what I'm, like trying to get out to is us letting go of what other people might think about our decisions, mm-hmm. even though we know the decisions that we have made to be so correct for okay. what we know to be true. Mm-hmm. What we both know we can offer them here in this, this amazing place called Oregon. And right. also when we are both fully, living our life's purpose which I think we really are in a huge way with honeysuckle and mud and with all these things with, cre- with the creative voice with the creative voice kind of let in. yeah and just creative living you know I mean I just feel like we've really needed to honor that to be able to fully show up for them in any sort of way that's going to mm-hmm. benefit them in a positive way don't you just feel that? Though? I do. Like, I do. Like when they were here, we had the kids this summer with us for almost the entire summer. And it was hard, you know. They miss their mom because mm-hmm. it's their mom. and But they're here and they're, they're in, they have my family now, which is their family. and Right. So they're also excited about that. Yeah. And they're yeah. enjoying a summer break. Summer break. Yeah. It was really cool. And it was hard. <laughs> you know it's just like it was so great and it was hard yeah and i and i think of them on our wedding day yeah and how authentic and uh, oh my and god truly present and heartwarmingly happy 
they were they were on that day. It was insane, you guys. It was the best. It was, I mean, we've been talking about the wedding day a lot, obviously, on this trip. And truly, I cannot say this with more, how do I even say it? Like, I cannot tell you how true this is for me, my experience seeing the kids on our wedding day. I mean, they're you know, they're at this age, you know, nine and 11 of trying to find their place in the world, trying different hats on, you know, they're not always going to be authentic. They're going to be trying on the YouTube, the YouTuber hat, and they're going to be trying on all of these different things. Sure. Things they pick up. Things they pick up. Because they're watching everything. Because they watch everything. And on the day of our wedding, I've never seen them be as authentic as they were that day. Yeah, it was no one else's voice. It was just them. It was no other hat. It was pure joy. Just them. And Kiana, my stepdaughter, she and she vulnerability doesn't come super easy Mm-mm. and natural to her, which is something we work on every day. She came up to me at the wedding and said, "Can can can I, can you read this? And she had like this little folded up note. And I was like, what is it? And she's like, well, I want to read a speech. I wrote, I wrote you a speech, but I'm, I'm nervous and I want to make sure it's okay. Or something like that. She was Mm -hmm. like, I'm like, no, I'm like, I'm not going to read it. If you want to go up there and speak and read a speech in front of your family, do it. It'll be amazing. It'll be great. Right. And, um, she went up there and, made the entire day it was the most beautiful speech i've ever heard oh yeah it was and she started and she started crying and it was just everyone else did and everyone else did too (laughs) i'll link a picture of her um from that speech she was just it was the most beautiful thing i've ever seen yeah that was like that moment of like holy shit yeah this is this is real and Mm -hmm. they feel it they do and they're a part of it yeah it was the most amazing thing mm-hmm. i love them i miss them i miss them too i really miss them <laughs> <laughs> oh i was texting kiana earlier pictures of charlie being a fucking moron out in the ocean and just sending things over to them letting them know like right we're thinking yeah. of you guys because we do we think about them we talk about them all the time yeah for sure That's... one of um my biggest challenges in I think our whole relationship this is funny to go from that to this but truly the parenting thing has been so hard with me for me the step parenting piece in particular because I grew up with such an abusive step parent and I've always like I never saw myself in that role I was like I'll never put myself in that place mm-hmm. you know and the kids have been such a mirror into the places of myself that still need healing Mm -hmm. and like seeing, I mean, I'm things I'm still learning so much about how I've been impacted by my childhood and having really three different father figures in my life that couldn't fully be a true, healthy, beautiful dad to me like you are to them. And so I see you being this beautiful, amazing parent to these amazing kids and it's triggering to me, which we talk about all the time. Right. I'm never like, don't be a good parent. I'm never saying that, but I'm like, holy shit. Right. But yeah, it does come up where... It comes up a lot. 
Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't know if any of you can relate to this. Hopefully there's one person out in the world that can. <laughs> Please reach out to me. <laughs> Email me. Hello at dannybolts.com. <laughs> Sorry. But tell me I'm not the only tell one. Tell me I'm not the only one. But it's been like there's moments where it's felt like repulsive to see that. Like seeing a dad be such a good dad because it was literally something I didn't get to witness. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, my biological dad is has a disability and he wasn't able he loves me he's always loved me but being able to be a full-on dad Mm -hmm. was never a possibility and so that's been huge and it's also been I think the catalyst for more growth than I know what to do with like I've healed so much of my inner child Mm -hmm. which we'll talk about a lot on mudlark inner child work shadow work um but yeah, it's been huge and hard and yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Can it be all those things? Yeah, I hope so because it has. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, what are the other challenges? Have we had, um, I think. You know, a, a simple one yeah. that we have is, is money. Yeah. I mean, that's a, I think that's a super common thing. And that's something that we've had to negotiate. Like, how do we talk about money? Right. Um. Because, and not want to stab each other. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and get beyond the, well, I want to buy this. Well, we don't have that money. And I'm like, well, let's figure it out. <laughs> let's figure it out. And <laughs> let's sell our souls to the devil. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have his number? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that has been huge. And it it's been, been so high is on the end of like, he's always been a pretty good saver. He's always been able, he's never had like a shit ton of money, but like, He's been able to like save and he's responsible where I grow up on like the mom living paycheck to paycheck. We get the money, we spend the money. Like that's just more of my programming of my relationship with money, which we've had to meet in the middle. Yeah. And I think anytime when you are combining personalities and finances and figuring things out, it's it's so easy to maintain your own system when you're doing it for yourself. Right. And I know my bills and I know my income and I know how to balance that because right. I've had to figure that out. Yeah. Um, and and then just putting putting us together and that yeah. and finances together. Right. Then you have to figure it out together. Yeah. And not and, just and no longer assume my money's my money. Right. And this is what I'm doing with it. And whatever happens down the pipe is just going to have to figure itself out because it won't. Right. And it's the first relationship either of us have ever been in where we've looked at our own programming Mm -hmm. and relationship to money in a more in-depth conscious way. You know, it wasn't we look so closely, you guys, at like. Why do I do this? Or why am I being in scarcity right now? Or why am I like living in lack right now? Or why am I overspending on like weird shit that I don't need? You know, it's mm-hmm. like we look at it all. Right. And I think what we've done a really good job very recently, We're like right now what we're doing is we're putting 10%, which maybe isn't a ton, but for us compared to the last like almost four years, we haven't been putting any money away. We've just been spending like through savings also here i'll wrap this up with a bow first okay so i don't bounce around like a fucking chicken with my head cut off but (laughs) um we have been putting 10 percent away 
of everything that comes in. Like $20 comes in. We put money away every single time. And that's been a really good way for me to meet high and be like, wait, no. And this is how I want to grow too. I want to have savings. I want to have, especially because we're entrepreneurs, we work for ourselves and we have to take care of ourselves. We don't have anyone else putting that money away for us right now. Um, So yeah, that's been so good for me in my growth because I'm, I've always been the, well, if I have money, I'm going to spend it. Mm -hmm. I'll find a way to spend it. But what what I was going to say back there before I wrap that up was I think a way that I've really helped you grow is helping you to see that it takes money to make money, it takes spending money to make money. Right. And And that energy exchange and kind of allowing, allowing, allowing the flow. Yes. Um, Because like my, and my normal like savings plan is just don't spend money. Right. And just so if I'm feeling it. like I need to save money, I just don't spend money. Right. And and that doesn't always That's work. Like, it's it's much more intentional to do it the way we're doing it, where yeah, I can save this much, and then I can kind of keep this much in circulation. Exactly. And, and, and working flowing. with the universe too. Yeah, just being letting like, the energetics. Yeah. Work. Exactly, and we, in this last, I'd say, honestly, since I moved to Oregon, no, I'll say for the last four months, four or five months, we've seen such a massive increase in finances, and I believe that's because of both of our programming coming together and working together, because mm-hmm. it's we've been saving now, and we've been spending more to help expand those different portals of income, which we'll talk about, not in this episode, because this is about love. <laughs> love and money. Love and money. They're connected. <laughs> they are, mm-hmm. which we'll talk about. Um, again, not today, but yeah, it's it's been really, it yeah. ha- it's been cool. And it, and it just kind of is a grounding sort of thing where we can admit that, um, our struggles are not necessarily profound. Right. <laughs> no. Yeah. They're just very, very human. Yeah, very absolutely. Normal. Very normal. Things that all of us go through. And I'm trying to think if any other challenges like come to mind right now. Um, we're pretty aligned with love languages. We, as far and as like. verbal about it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like trying to like dig for more. I'm like, there has to be more. And there's little things day to day, but I feel like we're in a really, really good place. And we also have common challenges that hopefully people feel less alone in those because everyone fucking deals with them. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's everyone. And when Hai is sitting across from me, clicking the pen while we're recording a podcast, that's a challenge. <laughs> a little bit challenge. Is that challenging? It's a little challenge. Here, challenging? Hand, me the, hand me the pen. Hand me the pen. What if what if I need to make a note? Hand me the I might need to make pen. A note. Hi. But what if I need to make a note? <laughs> oh my god. You're a monster. <laughs> um I also wanted to talk about sorry, give me the fucking pen. <laughs> Just set the pen over there so I can't see it. Thank you. <laughs> I think also it would be really good to talk about our creative process and working together because mm-hmm. we 
our husband and wife. We own a business together. We kind of, well, we own one business with multiple layers. And um, yeah, I think it'd be good to talk about that mm-hmm. a bit. So we we started, I started, I'll say we did, but you were still working. I was, yeah. I was not and trying to figure out my next project. And so I began Wood Intimations, a small home goods business. I started that on the front porch of the Montana house, our home in Northwest Montana. Right. And and I think our creative process started really with that, but yeah. also with the first Caravelle. Yeah, um, the first doing, Airstream. Yeah, doing renovation work on there and just kind of um kind of feeling out our aesthetic and yeah, which is our, super aligned. Our strengths of like design and Right. Um, just mechanics. Right. And how things, how our our talents can work together, how yeah. we can see something in the same way and, right. and and let it out, help it yeah, come into existence. Yeah, exactly. Um, so kind of starting with that like Airstream renovation, which we ended up flipping, not even really realizing we were doing that, but... I bought for 10 grand, sold for 16, gave me that little $6,000 buffer to begin, well, basically to live on, but start Wood Intimations, the Mm -hmm. home goods business, and did that for about a year on my own, and Mm -hmm. then got to a point where I couldn't really keep up with my orders, and my hands were like freaking dying from carving so many spoons right. <laughs> and making so many things and also keeping up with like marketing everything and mm-hmm. yeah and so you were doing you were doing everything yeah carving marketing and um finding all of the wholesale accounts and making connections yeah and yeah right and so things. then i got to a point where i was like come help me And that was kind of hard for me because I was kind of coming off of, you know, closing my yoga studio. And I'm someone who really, like, I pride myself on innovation. And I think that's just like the Capricorn in me. But I am very innovative and I can make shit happen. It's Mm -hmm. just like a part, it's in my blood. And so bringing someone on when I'm so used to working alone was yet another challenge. We did experience challenge there, but it was also really exciting and it completely evolved the business into honeysuckle and mud. So Mm -hmm. now a couple of years in, we have multiple rentals, the cozy roller, the Montana house. We teach spoon carving workshops. We do all of this together and I fucking love working with you. Yeah. I love it. It's so fun. Do you remember our first uh, spoon carving workshop and how great it was and yeah but also yeah. the struggle the just that conflict oh the power struggle power struggle oh, going shit. into the first class oh, where you shit. were so scared i was scared to yeah to do something with me like that. oh my god can i explain what happened yeah so this is something that's hard for me so we have these people in the world like me and we're the starters we're the innovators and it's okay like there's these people that start there's these people that begin leader and then there are people that kind of climb in and they help run the fucking show like you need you need both Mm -hmm. and in this case we were starting this wood 
carving shop, like workshop, like the spoon carving workshop that I was totally planning to do by myself. Like that mm-hmm. was my plan. I was like, oh, hell yeah. I'm going to start teaching at this brewery in Portland, reached out to them, figured out the venue, got it all set up. And Hi's like, I really want to teach it with you. And I remember like twitching, (laughs) but being like, yeah, this is good. I'm like, yeah, like this is really good. No, but really I was like, this is good. Mm -hmm. And so he was going to teach the class with me and I wrote out the curriculum for the class and I was like, okay, well you actually do know a lot about, a lot more about carving than I do. Even though you weren't carving spoons at that time, you still were like, Mm -hmm. oh, you were carving at that time. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, I was like, you can handle some more of the mechanics. I'll be like the freaking thespian up on the stage. Like, yeah, I'll work the room. I'll work the room. I'll and, get people cozy. And, yeah, and then I was going to, yeah, do, you know, talk about safety and yeah, like don't cut your finger wood off. grain and how trees make boards. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But we went for a walk with our dog before the class, and I was giving him the rundown. I'm like, all right, honey, this is how it's gonna look. You're just gonna sit there and look pretty basically yeah yeah you're like this is my show this is my and show don't fuck it up for me just don't fuck it up for me and that you just got really quiet like you do <laughs> and i look at you and i'm like what <laughs> true and you stood up for yourself which mm-hmm. is really good which is another really awesome thing about our relationship because you've been doing that so much more in your yeah. life not just with me but with everybody and you said, I just sometimes feel like I'm your employee. And I'm like, well, you kind of are. <laughs> and then your <laughs> and face I turned quit, And but... then you almost quit. <laughs> I need to stop slapping my leg. I like kick my head back when I laugh and slap myself. It's fucking funny because it's so true. And so it was like a really expanding moment for me because mm-hmm. I had to like really let him in. Right. And it was so successful it and was, amazing. It was great. It was like the best day of people's lives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was great. It was a good class. It was my favorite class. It was so good. Um yeah. So yeah, working together, it's like expand and contract. It's full of both. It's like mm-hmm. me stretching my comfort and letting you in and then softening into that expansion. And then I just keep growing more. Mm-hmm. And I now I feel like we our creative process looks like really knowing our strengths. We both have very different strengths mm-hmm. and it creates a really wholesome business. Yeah. And I love it. Now I love it. That's good. Fucking hated it for a second. (laughs) But then I loved it again really quickly. It was pretty manic. But um, I guess this this actually goes into the next thing I want to talk about really smoothly of like how we balance each other. Mm -hmm. Um, I think we balance each other similarly in business as we do in life. And it's like that innovator in me that like excitement i'm like the go-getter i'm like the let's try this let's just fucking try this and that like pulls you out of your shell yeah then i'm like oh that does sound interesting yeah Yeah. but you keep your feet firmly on the ground yeah which i don't yeah it's like i want to try that but i don't want to lose my balance yeah and i I don't want to fall over i like pole vault yeah i pole <laughs> yeah. vault my way <laughs> to the next thing and then you're like honey what? i know you're like i wonder if this pole is long enough to get over that fence and you start running yeah <laughs> yeah i'm like i'll 
get a tape measure. Yeah, I'll go get the first aid kit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so it's like, I think, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like you provide this really strong sense of grounding and I, I'm the one that provides the excitement inspiration and the inspiration. And I, yeah, it's, and you do make incredible connections and, and bring things together that make, make the work, um, possible. Yeah. And yeah. And appealing. And you make things I love like, cause we do a lot of writing together and right. Yeah. Our, our, products and our creative process it's not just about um wood and material mm-hmm. yeah we do have a, a creative process just in how we present yeah and language. i was bringing that up because i feel like i very similarly to my personality i like kind of i have a very like flowery language when it comes to writing and I just go big and loud and lots of words and you're like and conversational well, and, and very conversive yeah conversational expressive and you're like okay well we could take out half of that and it's still a lot and it's gonna make <laughs> the point right and it's still gonna be pretty yeah right and but not taking it down to a point of dull you know like my poetic elusive writing style yeah. which you're like yeah that's great but nobody knows what you're <laughs> no talking about understands. because <laughs> you need to actually like yeah. have a conversation with someone yeah. else. I like I've stopped asking hi this is very recent actually and I'm fucking happy I've realized this because I would get so annoyed because he is such an elusive like <laughs> bird <laughs> I'm just kidding <laughs> but like when he writes like it's he's a poet and I'm not a poet exactly and so when I would ask him for like how do you think this um description for the cozy roller sounds and he mm-hmm. it would just you would say something and I was just like no one knows what that means you're like so, screw you screw you that's not th- helpful that is, yeah that is something that we've had to like kind of figure out also working together is as when a question like when you're asking a question for like let's sit down and revise something and write it again Mm -hmm. or when you're just like does this sound okay because i'm gonna push send in two seconds right and that's usually that's when yeah and that's when i it's like yeah sounds good yeah it yeah. makes sense. It's, you know, it, it, it's not it's good not to confusing. ask you questions like at, if it's like two minutes out because you're like, because you want to. Give me five minutes to think about it. Yeah. Let's let's get out. You know, yeah. let, let's do some research on that. That's so funny. And I'm like, like no, this no, ain't no, no, no brain no, no, no. pickings. I mean, do you understand it? <laughs> <laughs> this ain't no brain pickings, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> this is Danny Bolt's newsletter. <laughs> no, but that's yeah. that's. That's so funny. We're talking about the how we balance each other, not the creative process. What's going on? Anyway, here we go with our vows. So let's, let's skip into that. Let's talk about our vows. Let's do um, it. So what I was envisioning is I'm going to read mine to you. And then... Kind of like at our wedding. Kind of like at our wedding. Where you went first. Where I went first. Yeah. And maybe we can get through them all the way this maybe. time. Yeah. And that, was, that was hard. It was so snotty. Oh my gosh. So much snot. Yeah. And it was the best. <laughs> it was. Um, but I'm going to read my vows and then I invite you to read yours after me. So here we go. 
My sweet high. Within moments of meeting you, I told you that you felt like my family. It has been a tricky thing for me to try and explain to anyone outside of us. And as we stand here in front of our families and our closest friends, it feels important for me to try harder to put into words how life-enhancing knowing you has been for me. And how by just standing in your presence, I have found a home and love within myself that I've never known before. You are a gift to me. You're a treasure. You have reminded me of who I am. You have shed light onto the darkest parts of me and have given them room to dance and fly. You have held space for me every single day. You have shown me that I am worth more love and abundance than I know what to do with. And like Neruda says, my love feeds on your love, beloved. And as long as you live, it will be in your arms without leaving mine. And now for my list, because you know how much I like writing lists of my promises to you today and every day. I vow to always reflect back to you how completely whole and full you are. I vow to always take care of my own mind, body, and heart so that I can show up as my fullest self for you and the kids. I vow to choose you every single day. I vow to always see you. I vow to hold space for you in whatever capacity that means. I vow to respect you. I vow to always hold you to your highest potential. I vow to be a good friend to you. I vow to love you so big. I vow to love you so good. I vow to be the best wife and to share with you the best life. Thank you for loving me like this. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> goes yes I, I i forgot that i wrote a list right <laughs> i did i forgot that i wrote a list you wrote a list mm, the part that oh, just like when i think of our wedding vows it's the i vow to always reflect back to you how completely full and whole you are mm-hmm. it's that piece and i feel like i've done a good job with that yeah. in this last year of being right. married to you mm-hmm. and you and before mm. um, because that's how my vows start yeah so we wrote our vows um separate from each other and had no idea what the other was gonna say mm-hmm. so mine are a bit longer go figure <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny kind of the way it is <laughs> kind of the way it is yeah um but yeah Let's hear yours. I would like to read mine. Yeah. Okay. I wrote to you once that because I love you, I am full. But I now I know now more fully that it is because I love you, I can see that I am full. I vow to honor my own fullness that I may fully stand beside you to mirror yours. I vow to honor the sanctity and beauty of the expansive love, the marriage, we enter into today. Mm. I choose you, and I choose us again and again. From this day, all of my tomorrows are in your hands without leaving mine. (laughs) I want to kiss you, but you're so far away. And there's a microphone in the way. (laughs) There's a microphone in my face. (laughs) Mm, I love you. 
That's the most beautiful thing to hear. We, it's so good to hear that again. Yeah. It feels so true. It does. Still <clears throat> the same. There's, n- yeah. When I think of like, what would I add to that? What would I change? Something about presence. Something mm-hmm. about vowing to be here with you more yeah. because right. I am such like a forward thinker mm. and doer. Mover. Yeah. <clears throat> but our life is now today right here in Fort Stevens State Park in Oregon and sitting in the cozy roller. Yeah. And yeah. our sleepy stinky dog on the floor like covered in sand. Covered in sand. Um yeah, I think that is literally the only thing I would want to add to our mm. vows is I vow to be present with you as much as humanly possible. Mm-hmm. You feel that? Yeah, I do feel that. Is there anything you'd want to add to yours aside from maybe that? That that idea of um, showing up for one another in a way that makes that just shows how full we are mm-hmm. uh, is like you said that's that's just been such an important thing for us mm-hmm. and i i think that's it's great i i really it's everything it's everything i love it because um, that's all we can do like literally <clears throat> and that's all we can do we literally can only keep ourselves so clear and clean and strong to be able to reflect that in another person Mm -hmm. and I feel that with my friendships I feel that with you I feel that with my relationship with the kids with my mom it's I guess the unique thing about this relationship though it's that we get to do it every day yeah and I love that choosing we both talk about choosing. Choosing. Because it is, I mean, it is such a choice. It is. Um, that we make again and again. Again and again. And it's, I don't know though, because it's, I know we're just a year in and maybe some people listening, they're like, wait till 10 years. <laughs> it gets harder or who knows. But it's like, choose, I would, on our hardest day, we've been together almost four years, on our hardest day. I would never want someone different than you to play this role in my life. Mm-hmm. I feel that with every yeah. ounce of me. Yeah. I just do. Even if I'm not feeling super intimate, even if I'm not feeling like I want to even touch you very much, like I'm just like, I still want you. Mm. I yeah. always feel that. Yeah. Because you're yeah. my best friend. Same. Same. Best friends. I think that, I mean, we don't talk about that so much, but. Just being best friends. We are best friends. Just Some people say you're not supposed to do that, but you are my best friend. It's too late. I know. We've done it. We have done it. We are best friends for life, honey. Mm-hmm. I love that about us so much. Not to say we don't need other friends, but yeah, we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. It's thank you for sharing. That was so cozy. It was. I love that shit. Oh, my God. Um, we did have some listener questions. Thank you guys um, for those of you who reached out um, that I'd really like us to answer. They're so good. You guys mm-hmm. are so smart and sweet and I love you. Um, so the first one, and I figure we'll just go 
like I'll ask the question and then you can kind of say sure, your I'll part. give you a piece and then and then you'll give and we'll us do them kind of short and sweet you guys it won't be long-winded like everything else we do in life so first question getting through home renovation slash construction stress together <laughs> yeah what do you have to say about that honey <laughs> piece of cake <laughs> um unicorns and rainbows <laughs> it's all beautiful and amazing. jelly beans too <laughs> <laughs> i think i think that goes back to the idea of our creative process and how we can uh we can get to a place where we have a similar vision yeah and i think getting there um I mean, once we've once we get to that spot where we know we're going the same direction, mm-hmm. and we remember that, then we're we're able to take the hurdles or the little missteps along the way, right? Easier. Yeah, I love that. I totally agree with all of that. I I wrote down really quickly. Quickly, I wrote down really quickly. Recognizing we both have strengths. Stay in your lane. <laughs> <laughs> totally stay in your lane but that, it's that's true a huge, yeah that's definitely a good point yeah um, and it feels accurate like not like mm-hmm. oh like i can't go there but it's like i don't want to fucking go there right yeah, i want to be the designer i want to be the vision i want to have the vision with him but i also don't want to fix the toilet it reminds me of one time in the cozy roller when i was under the sink struggling so hard with some plumbing kind of in a very tight yeah non-square awkward the worst no room and it was like 110 degrees horrible place and and there were mosquitoes Mm -hmm. and i'm trying to get in there and and you were kind of hanging out and hovering a bit and (laughs) you're like would it help to do this and and giving me ideas and, and suggestions like, mm. i'm like i wish i would have just known to say stay in your lane stay in your lane just mama stay, stay in your stay lane in your lane you just look at me stay in your lane seriously stay in your lane i, I could have handed it over so easy yeah and you could have been the plumber yeah no thank you honey yeah stay in your no. lane um so <laughs> someone asked when did you know hi was your person and i think we should just say how did you know you found your person. How did you know that mm-hmm. they were your person? You want to go first? Yeah. Uh, it was it was that slow evolution of mm-hmm. that little kernel of familiarity. So when we just early on recognized some comfort and family feeling, um, I, I don't know that there was... There was never a, I don't know, there wasn't like a distinct, oh, I know now. Mm-hmm. It was that feeling growing. Yeah. Um, Like an oyster, like just more layers and more weight <laughs> on that kernel. Right. You know? Yeah. That. Um, the more time? So do you mean like, like more? Over time, over yeah. experience. Right. Uh, over, um. I don't know, hard times, struggles. You seemed though like earlier, even earlier than me, you just like kind of knew. I just, yeah, and I guess that's true for sure. 
Like you kind of knew quicker. Just, yeah. And maybe that's why it doesn't feel like there was a moment. moment that, But that grew so quickly. Yeah. Uh, there was so little doubt. Yeah. I guess. There was never a time where I was questioning questioning that and weighing options and decided yes. Right. I guess is what I mean by. Yeah. The moment that sticks out in my mind. Like, because similarly, it was like I just always felt something so much more grand mm-hmm. and cozy and familiar than I ever had before. And even telling Lauren, I was like, I met someone and it's real. Mm-hmm. Just like in this kind of chill way. <laughs> I'm like, it's real. <laughs> I just know, like, I don't have to say anything more than that. But I do think of when I was back in Oregon by myself, I don't really recall what I was doing there. It was, I, I don't know, but I, I came back and we met in Spokane. We stayed at a hotel and that was when you gave me, you read to me the very first poem that you wrote me, mm-hmm. Beauty and Danger Sit Back to Back. And mm, yeah, I felt so broken at that time. And I remember you just like sitting, just seeing me and reading that to me. And I just knew that this was beyond what I, I knew that what was happening was more than what I had originally thought. Right. And that was when, and that poem was about um, saying that feeling of there's nothing to be afraid of. Yeah. When yeah. I was recognizing Mm-hmm. There actually was a lot at stake. Yeah. Which mm. was why it was I know. so important. Yeah. I'm I wanna say like I'll share that in the show notes, but that's like a poem I haven't really shared with anybody. Yeah, I'm not sure. Maybe I know. We'll, we will discuss. We'll see. It's so it's so sacred to me. I might share a piece of it. How about that? I will share like mm-hmm. a couple what is it, a couple lines or what do you call Yeah. Yeah, we'll share a couple lines of the poem. Um, what have you seen change the most in yourselves and each other in your relationship? Hmm. I love that. And let's keep it kind of short because we're, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I feel like we have talked about that um, and a bit in my role mm-hmm. as a father. Yeah. And I feel like that growth has been the biggest change for me. Um is growing my my own identity beyond mm. a father. Love. And then what have you seen in me? Because it's both. And, yeah. And in you. I've seen, I've seen you grow into yourself so much. And seeing yourself not as broken and not as a mess but recognizing in yourself this huge potential Mm. and this process. Yeah. (laughs) I love that. Um, What I've seen in you is similar to what you said. Uh, Knowing, I think you believing in your intuition and your initial like thought more and more Mm -hmm. has been such a gift to watch and not people pleasing. Mm-hmm. As much as you did when I met you, 
just being a little more of a renegade, which I think is super sexy. You're just like doing your own thing Mm, more and being confident when you talk about what you're doing, not like kind of like cowering, being like, oh, I'm trying this. Like, you're just like, no, no, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing. And I've seen how people respond because that's what you're projecting. Mm. You're projecting that confidence in yourself. And I just think that's so sexy and healthy. Mm. As far as what's changed in me, um, body confidence has been huge. I struggled with an eating disorder when I was younger and I've just always had kind of a tumultuous relationship with my body and you just make me feel so freaking sexy and seen and I just see myself so much more clearly since I've been with you. Like, I feel like I've always just been looking through shitty warped like circus fucking mirrors or something at my body and <laughs> you're my, out of the circus and house. i'm like out of the circus house i'm out of the funny house or whatever they call them um and it's like that and also just really owning my gifts yeah and uh don't mind the seagulls i don't know if you guys heard that but um yeah i just feel like i've been able to step into my power as cheesy as that sounds but really step and own my gifts no, I've seen it. Yeah. Yeah. It's so cool. It's the best. Um, what We only have two more, you guys. Um, what do you have to work on to better the relationship but find difficult to change? That's a really good question. I think we kind of talked about it. Finances is what came. That's what pops into my mind. Yeah. Because yeah. we're still working on that and figuring yeah. out how to take care of all of that uh, business kind of stuff. Yeah. There's a lot of business. Lots of business. We have so much going on business-wise right now, which is beautiful and amazing and abundant. And a place for us to grow. Yeah. And it's like, I think that is it. So structure. Mm -hmm. So I feel like this is the season of structure for us in Mm -hmm. business. And not so much like, honestly, you guys, like loving each other, The day-to-day loving each other relationship does feel very flowy and Mm -hmm. pretty easy. It's working together and finding the structures to support that because I'm such a spaz and I'm just like, I'm just on to the next innovation and creating and then I'm like, oh my God, now I'm going to start a podcast (laughs) and this is going to take all of my time and then him trying to catch up. It's, yeah, so I'd say that's been hard for us to change, but it's mostly because of time and we're not Mm -hmm. making time for it. I guess I will say, um, as far as relationship wise, something Mm -hmm. that we have worked on, um, which might be more to the point of the question is, uh, just our, our interactions where we do get frustrated. I think we've done a lot of work to consciously respond and Mm. not be reactive. Yeah. I feel like that has been something for sure. that we've had to f- figure out how to do. Yeah. Um, and to lean into moments when we see the other person getting triggered. Yeah. 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 That's huge. That just happened recently. And I did an IGTV on this. It was financial. How funny. <laughs> I'll see if I can link an IGTV. I don't know if I can, but I'll try. And if so, it'll be in the show notes. Otherwise, go to my Instagram at Danny Bolts. But I was talking about a financial trigger that came up and I saw Hi get really quiet and small. And I worked on being in my feminine because I'm so masculine by nature. I can easily just go like, well, let's just figure this out. Like, 
if you're upset about it, like, let's talk about it. But instead, like, I saw him close off and I breathed and I invited him back into the conversation. I was just like, hey, I just noticed that that felt weird to you. Let's talk about it. Yeah. And so, my natural reaction is to get quiet, avoid, withdraw. And yeah. So then leaning in and responding. Yes. Saying, Staying with each other. I can talk about this. Yeah. So I hope that answered it. Those are good. Mm-hmm. I feel good about those answers. Those are great. Um, and what beautiful parts of you have come out because of this relationship? Mm. I think just my creativity mm-hmm. has really, really done well. Yeah. It's really kind of come out a bunch. Absolutely. Much more expressive. Right. It's yeah. flourished mm-hmm. so much. And I, I appreciate that so much. Mm-hmm. It's really feels good to who I am right I think for me it's just allowing myself to be really seen in all of my mess like I feel like I mean I've said it I said it even in episode three my solo episode and I was talking about like my mess is my message and I feel like that has been the most beautiful thing to come out of this relationship is just like owning my story and mm-hmm. sharing it with the world. It's like, this is who I am. Yeah. This is what I've been through. And this right. is powerful. Are and... we going to share some of Lauren's bit? Oh, um, because that she talks about that. Yes, we should. Absolutely. Let me grab it. So Lauren, again, she is my best friend in the whole wide world. She's so amazing. She is the one who officiated our wedding and she, we did not have a religious ceremony. I and I are not religious, but she just wrote out the most incredible speech. Would it be a speech? Yeah. Yeah, it'd be a speech. And which part were you the man? Um, I'm I'm thinking of the part where she says, uh, "Be for others what you once needed." Oh yes. Okay. Here it is. Because anyone who knows you, independently or as a couple, knows that building something together is exactly your strength. The power of your union will reach far beyond the walls of your home and the boundaries of your family. You have, and you will continue to build a world around you that welcomes anyone who crosses your path. Of course I mean this literally, because you have opened your home to people all summer long, but I mean it more in that your hearts are open. You both have miraculous abilities to be open and leave your light on so that others around you may find their way. In that, And in that, I believe, will be your power as husband and wife because I see you thrive in being for others what you once needed. And you are, without fail, fail there for each other, light on, arms open, heart welcoming, whatever comes your way. Mm. <laughs> Love that girl. I love her so much. I need to read this last part. With that, it is only right that you open your hearts now to each other and to those here in attendance that you have asked to bear witness to your vows. We are here to hear your words and to strengthen and help you uphold the promises you make to one another as the years continue through the good, the bad, the magic dark, and the miraculous magic light. Doesn't she just make you want to show up in the world in the best way possible? Yeah, in the best way. And 
I just love her so much because, I mean, her and I have been through, I'm actually going to be interviewing her very soon. You'll hear all I about, I know, and you guys will hear all about our relationship and just the darkness her and I faced alongside each other. And yeah, she more than anyone I know in the world just sees the power of dark times and just how important they are to the light. You know, it's all, all so important but I think it's time to wrap it up. I'm so grateful we did this. Yeah, that was what a very good. Amazing way to honor like this whole year of being husband and wife. Mm-hmm. It's been a big year. Yeah, it has. Yeah. I love you more than anything. Mm, I love you. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. <laughs> Bye. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening. That was such a special conversation for us. I love that we're going to have this to kind of go back and listen to. Maybe we'll listen to it again in another year and do another one. I'm just so grateful that we have this space to share bits of our story. So thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. If you have not rated or reviewed the show, please go ahead and do that. It would mean so much to me. When you leave a review, don't forget to take a screenshot. You can either DM it to me over on Instagram at Danny Bolts, or if you don't do Instagram, send it to my email, hello at dannybolts.com, and I'm going to send you an access code for my mini course that I am releasing on November 1st. The review gets you in, and I think that's a pretty cool deal. A ghoul. That's a ghoul deal. (laughs) It's a cool deal. It's a cool thing. I'm going to shut up now. I love you guys. I'll see you next week. Bye.